0: hold them up like we got them. Let's come prepared. Say, this is my word. I can do what it says I can do. I can be what it says I can be. This is God's word. God said it. That settles it. So tonight, I open my eyes, open my ears, open my heart to receive this word. Never to be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Now turn with me to Romans chapter 5. We get into this thing. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to begin to take a look at it because I wanted to review real quick uh, last week. We talked a little bit about this is part of a series that we're doing on producing power in your life. How many of you need more power in your life? Say amen. amen. Say, I need some power. You know, what we learned last week, what produces power? Does anybody remember? Anybody remember? Perseverance produces power. Say that. Perseverance produces power. Perseverance produces power. Say it again. Power. See, so what you're going through, it's going to give you more power when you come out. Amen? Amen? Amen. The situation that you're in, the, pa- the, the King James Version says, perseverance is patience. It produces power. So you, the situation you're in, if you'll be patient, it'll bring some power in your life. Amen? If you just wait upon the Lord, we we through prophetically singing, we could hear here wait upon the Lord. He'll renew your strength. You'll mount up like wings of an eagle, and you'll run and not grow weary. You'll walk and not grow faint. So we got to understand and realize that we we need power in our lives. I mean, we we not only operate in the exousia, which is the authority, but we need to operate in the dunamis, power in our lives. Amen. The dunamis is the Greek word for that power. Exousia means authority. We taught on that uh, a few months ago, but I want us to understand we've got to have this power in our lives. You have got the power to get through anything that comes against you. You have got the power, the authority and the dunamis power through the Holy Spirit in order to overcome every area and every situation in your life. If you believe that, say amen. So we begin, we begin to understand this and we realize that there are some things that we go through and we're thinking, oh, man, why am I going through this? This is tough. Man, I don't understand how it is. It's worse than getting a tooth pulled. Anybody had a tooth pulled? Say amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, wisdom teeth. You know what I mean? Woo, man, that's a, that's a tough deal sometimes. But you know what? It's going to produce power. You can eat more. When your mouth is not sore, you can eat more. Amen. You're going to have some power in your life. So, so as we understand that we're going to have power, we've got to go through some areas in our lives. And we understand that these areas, these things in our lives, these trials, tribulations, the Bible calls them, these difficulties, these sufferings, I mean, these are all synonyms for basically the perseverance that you're going through, the things that you're going through to be able to produce power in your life. We're going to produce some power in your life. You guys are liable to be the most powerful people on the face of the planet, after we get done with this, oh man, come on, that ought to be good to somebody. You're going to be powerful. I mean, just powerful in the things of God. Turn to your neighbor and say, "I think he's talking about you." Turn to your other neighbor and say, "I think he's talking about you." You know, tell them, say, "You're a power. You're a powerhouse." Tell them, say, "You're a powerhouse. You're a power. You, you don't understand what I'm going through. You know, I'm I'm just a powerhouse. I mean, you know, you know. So you're telling me that the more things that I go through, the more power I'm going to have if you handle them correctly." That is correct. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Romans chapter 5. Did I tell you that? Let's look at verse 1. It says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand. We exalt in the hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also, listen, exalt in our tribulations. Knowing that our tribulations brings about perseverance. And perseverance, proven character. Say that. Proven character. And proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So I want to talk with you tonight about what else produces power. We see in verse 3 that perseverance produces power. But we also see that perseverance produces what? Proven character. Many versions say character, and I want us to look at this. The King James Version says experience. How many's got a King James Version? Isn't that what it says? It says experience in there. So I want us to begin to look back at this. So tonight, we're going to talk about proven character. Say that proven character so tonight we're going to learn that proven character produces power say that proven character produces power so proven character produces what so if i've got proven character in my life i'm going to be what i'm going to be powerful i'm going to be more powerful see because when you have proven character in your life you'll make the right decisions you won't compromise. Proven character. So let's take a look at this. We kinda, I really wanted to do a word study on this because I looked at the King James Version and it said experience. And we've been reading and, and studying out of the New American Standard Version. And when I first started getting this version and studying out of it, I'm so used to the King James Version and the International Version, I kind of didn't like it. But the more and more I spend time in it, and the more and more I research through it, and you're going to see tonight, I find out I like this, a whole, I like this more and more and more and more. I'm going, to, I'm going to prove it to you tonight. The word character in the Greek is dokime, D-O-K-I-M-E-E. And this is the word experience in the King James Version. Okay, And here's what it means from the Greek lexicon. It means approvedness, and it means tried character. The word proven means tried. Do you see that? So the New American Standard Version basically takes the Greek and says, this is what it says. Not just character, like some versions say, but proven character. See, there's a difference. Do you realize there's a difference between just Character and proven character. There's a difference between approvedness and tried character. I looked this up, and, and I want us to take a look at this. Hebrews thirteen five. Can you put that up for me? Hebrews thirteen 5, Don't turn there, because I don't want to get you off track. It says, make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being uh, content with what you have. Okay, look at this word, character. That is a proven character. Your character. Make sure that your character, the Hebrew writer here says, make sure that your character is free from the love of money. Being content with what you have. For he himself said, I will never desert you. I will never forsake you. He was quoting what Jesus had said. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But look at this. Make sure that your character or proven character or approvedness or tried character is free, listen, from the love of money. See, the Bible doesn't say money is evil. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. Are you with me? So our character, and I believe this is the next big issue that the church is going to have to handle as a whole. When the wealth of the wicked that's laid up for the righteous and just, it didn't say the church... He said, the righteous and just, when it comes into your hand, are you going to have character enough to handle it? I was sharing with a pastor not too long ago. I said, the big move that's coming is when the wealth transfer takes place. Because before Jesus comes back, there is going to be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You're going to see, I mean, your sons and daughters prophesy. And speaking of that, Pastor Virginia, over the next few months, is going to be in the youth and we're going to teach the kids and activate the prophetic gift in, our, in the youth. That's what she's back there doing now. So if you don't see her, that's why, because she's going to be back there working with the kids and teaching them about prophetic, the prophetic in the Word of God, prophecy, edifying, encouraging, and uplifting, exhortation, like what we've gone through and what we've taught and then we're going to impart that to the kids and let them prophesy. Right? He said, <laughs> he said in them last days, I mean, this is Joel too. Come on, somebody. You know, you know we're, we're going to do that. We're going to bring that forth. But here's what I want us to understand. It's great to go after the gifts of God. Right? How many love the gifts? I mean, the spiritual gifts, what, Corinthians 12. And, and you know, we be look at the gifts of God. It's great to have that. But here's what I want you to understand. The Bible would say, you know, we talk about scriptures that it says, you know, that the gift will make room for itself. The gift will make room for itself, but in order for you to operate in that gift, you have to have character, proven character. The gift may get you there, but the proven character will keep you there. That's why you see sometimes ministers just go, just like a shooting star. And they're so good, they're so gifted, they're anointed, but you have to have character to stay there. Because what happens is the enemy explores their flaw. If it's pornography, Jimmy Swaggart, he explored it. Are you with me? Jim Baker, he explored money, issues with them. See what I'm getting at? It was some character flaws that are there. So we have got to get to this point that we have this tried character. We have this proven character in our lives. Let me share with you what the Webster's 1828 Dictionary says. It says, um, Character, the peculiar qualities impressed by nature or habit on a person which distinguish him from others. These constitute real character, and these qualities, which he is supposed to possess, constitute his estimated character or reputation. Here's another, another um, definition of character. By way of eminence, in other words, the position of great distinction or su- superiority, that word eminence means. It means high status. He says, "...by way of eminence, distinguished or good qualities, those which are esteemed and respected, moral or ethical strength, description of a person's attributes, traits, or abilities." We begin to look at character, proven character. I'm going to talk a little bit about character tonight. What are we talking about character? You know, uh, this is the noun version of the word character. Because I want us to think about this. I'm talking about the type of character that when you find a wallet on the ground. And it's got $50 in it. Oh, that's 50 bucks. Right? Don't think if you found it and it was $500 in there, you wouldn't think about... You might. And probably most of us will. But I hope it's that thought that you take captive and say, Nope, it's not worth it. I'm going to call up this person and tell them that I found their wallet. And then there was $500 in it and I want to return it to them. That's the, the proven character that we're talking about. Although we can do something, we don't. Because I fear God. I could take the $500 out of that wallet and go and spend it. Right? But in the long run, it will cost me. If not in this life, the life to come. Come on, somebody. So think about this. A lot of times we, we have opportunities to prove our character, and a lot of times we fail. I told some of you, and some of you are new here, when I first moved here, I was driving downtown, and they got all them parking places this way. You know, they're angled differently. So I pull into the bank, and the bank's over there, and I got to cross the deal. And the parking place is angled that way. I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't know the laws. I just whipped that thing in there. I put it in there, put it in park, got out, walked in the bank, and there was another preacher in town. Actually, it was Tanya's dad. It was Tanya's dad. He said, Preacher, that's an illegal turn. I said, what are you talking about? He said, you can't pull into the parking place like that. That's what he said. In the bank. And don't you think when he said Preacher, ears didn't go bing. (laughs) And I said, what do you mean? He said, you can't pull in there. You can't cross that line like that. I said, is that right? I, I did not know. I did not know. There's two things in the Word of God that says why my people perish. Number one, he says my people perish for lack of, without a vision, my people perish. That's number one I want to share with you. The second one is my people perish for lack of knowledge. They don't know. We don't know. I didn't know. And since I've found that out, I've got to drive all the way a block down and go down here and pull up, turn around in a parking lot and come back up Main Street and park in that parking place right. Are you with me? That's what I've got to do. Now, you can still whip it in there and take your chances. Amen? But what happened is there was an adjustment there made. I didn't like it, but I thank him for my brother's keeper. Are you with me? So we begin to look at proven character, and we realize that these attributes, these qualities, these abilities that we have need to be based... From the Word of God, I want us to look at a biblical example tonight. Man, I got—we got to go. Turn with me to Genesis chapter thirty-nine, because I want to look at a biblical example, and there's many, there's many in the Word. I just want us to look at—we probably just may just look at this one tonight, Genesis chapter thirty-nine. I want us to look at the life of Joseph. I want us to look at the character, the proven, the tried, the tested character that this man had. Now, we begin to look at the word proven, and I want to I share with you real quick while you're turning there. Genesis chapter 39. The word proven means to determine the quality of by testing. To determine the quality of by testing it. How many of you tested that chair before you sat down here? None of you. You figured the, char- the chair had enough character... <laughs> It was tried enough. It was proven to hold you Sunday, so it's going to hold you today. Amen? Okay. So that's what we're talking about. That's the character we're talking about. About proving, trying, testing that character. Genesis chapter 39. I'm just going to read. start off at verse 1. Just follow along with me. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. And Potiphar, the Egyptian officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the bodyguard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. Underline this, number two. Verse number two. The Lord was with Joseph. Say that. The Lord was with Joseph. So he became a successful man. Ooh, doggies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Joseph became a successful man, not because he was smart. That was part of it. But first of all, the Bible says, the Lord was with him. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now his master saw the Lord and was with him, and and how the Lord had caused all that he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in the sight and became his personal servant, and he made him overseer of his house, and all that he owned he put in his charge. It came about from that time that he made him the overseer of his house, and over all that he owned... And the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house on account of Joseph. Now, I could go in and I could talk about connecting yourself to the anointing. But that's not what we're going to preach about tonight. I want us to look at the character that is being formed in Joseph's lives. So he left... um, Bless the Egyptian on account of Joseph. Thus the Lord's blessing was upon all that he owned in all his house and in the field. So he left everything that he owned... In Joseph's charge, somebody say, that's the favor of God. That is the favor of God. And with him there, he did not concern himself with anything except the food which he ate. How many of you would like to wake up in the morning? And the only thing that you're concerned about is, I wonder what they're going to serve me today. You are concerned about the electric bill. You are concerned about the gas bill. You are concerned about retirement, what kind of shoes you're going to put on little Johnny. You are concerned about whether to go to work or not. You are concerned about anything except for I wonder what they're going to serve me for breakfast this morning. I think I'll have eggs benedict. Me? Give me some scrambled eggs and some sausage, then I'll be in good shape. Amen? Or a cheese omelette. I'll be in good shape. So that, that's, this is the way it was. Potiphar didn't have to worry about anything because Joseph had proven character. And it's going to be tested here, right? Many of you know the story, but let's go over it. He said, so he left everything he owned in Joseph's charge. And with him there, he did not concern himself with anything except for the food which he ate. Now, Joseph was a handsome in form and appearance And it came about these events that after the master's wife looked with desire at Joseph and she said, lie with me. But he refused and he said to his master's wife, behold, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house and he has put all that he owns in my charge. There is no greater one in this house than I and he has withheld nothing from me except you. Because you are his wife. How then could I do this great evil and sin against God? I didn't even hear him mention Potiphar's name. Well, his character was so... He wasn't concerned about Potiphar. He was concerned about sinning against God. Most of us would go, Hmm, desperate housewife, huh? But Joseph didn't. His character was tested. And we can go on to read. I'm not going to read it. I'll let you go home and finish reading it. But basically, she pulled his robe off. And he took off. And how many of us would flee? Probably not many of us. If we want to tell the truth about it. Come on, guys. We'd probably go, whoop, out of home. Well, you don't have proven character. But Joseph's now got proven character. See, God knew that he was going to be able to put him in the hands of Pharaoh and bring him into into command underneath Pharaoh and be able to bring uh, Israel out of the desert, out of famine, and save the nation of Israel. But this test took place first. Come on, somebody. And he passed the test. She said, I want you. He said, not today. Talk to the hand. I'm leaving. That's modern day vernacular. No way, Jose. I mean, whatever you want to call it. He just said, I mean, let's put it in modern day terms. You know, basically he said, no. He said, I'm in charge of everything. He said, but I don't want to sin against God. God's the one that matters to me. I'm not going to sin against Him. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care how good a marriage you got or how bad a marriage you got. You're not getting me. I'm not going to step into that. Because he had proven character. And he left. Of course, as you read on, you can find out that, you know, she lied. Obviously, her character wasn't too good. She proved that twice. Come on. Number one, she went after Him. Number two, she lied about him coming in and saying that he wanted to sleep with her. He didn't want to sleep with her. She wanted to sleep with him. Right? So we began to look at this and we began to see where the, where the character was tried. I made this note. Failure, no matter how unfair it is, develops character. Let me say that again. Failure no matter how unfair it is, develops character. It's not fair! It's just not fair! It's just not fair! Maybe we need to say, it's not fair, but you're developing character in me. Yeah, we, don't, we like the other better, don't we? Yeah. But it's going to develop something in us. You know, we, we have it with our kids all the time. It's not fair. I said, who said it's fair? Where in the Bible does it say, be fair? It's not going to be fair on you. It's not going to be that way. We're going to treat the girl differently than the boy. <gasps> well, he's got different gifts and abilities. She's got different gifts and abilities. We found that out. We went to discipline them. You know, take the video game away from him. Once says, fun. I never play it. The other one says, oh, no, don't do that. Take the phone away from one. One says, "Fine, I never talk on the other." One says, "Oh no, can't do that. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. What's not fair? We don't treat things fair. Life, excuse me, life is not fair. Tell me when life gets fair. I don't know where it gets fair. It's not going to be fair when you get promoted because you got the favor of God on your life, and other people going to say it's not fair. It's not fair. And you just got to say favor. Praise God, favor. Huh?" Joseph wasn't one, and they threw him in jail after this. But it didn't stop him. Just because he got thrown in jail didn't mean he changed his character. Come on, somebody. It got developed through that. And it got developed why? The reason it got developed is because he was going to save a nation. Wow, you're going to save a nation. There could be people around you that are looking at you that are just watching to see whether or not you're going to stick that in your wallet or in your pocket or whether you're going to make that phone call and say, look, I found your wallet. You did? Oh, I was just praying that God protect that. It would land into a Christian's hand. An honest Christian. We got dishonest Christians. Come on, we preach the Word here. We preach real life. So we begin to look at this and we begin to understand that. Listen to this. Character is not how you act. When you have time to respond. Character is not how you act. When you have time to respond. Character. Is how you respond. When you don't have time to act. Got to do it now. Character. Is not how you act. When you have time to respond. Hmm, let me think about that. Should I give that money back or not? Character is how you act when you don't have time to respond. In other words, I found this wallet. Oh, hello, officer. That wallet belonged to you, young man? No, sir. But I was just going to return it to its rightful owner. Right? See, when you got time to think about it, Character can be developed in you, but proven character is to do the right thing at the right time for the right reason. I don't do it because I don't have to. I no longer cheat on my taxes. I used to cheat on my taxes. You probably did too. I got saved, got a revelation that I realized I got more money when I didn't cheat on it. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> now the world's still trying to figure it out. They haven't figured it out yet. So instead of $100, they get $200. And the next year, that something breaks or tears up and God doesn't rebuke the devourer, whatever it may be. Are you with me? And they think, well, I've got to cheat again and cheat again and cheat again and cheat again. No. Think about that. Guy comes up and says, this is what you're taxing. Oh, my word. i got to pay that much in? i got to find a way not to have to pay taxes. Are you with me? So I do it legally. Not under the table. I've had people pay us for stuff. I brought it into Tatum and said, here. I remember early in the ministry, I know it was a test. Early in the ministry, somebody came up to me. You're not in this room. And they said, Pastor, I just want to bless you. And they handed me a $100 bill. It was one of those, I don't know what they're called, handshakes. Yeah. (laughs) I heard that. It's an apostolic handshake. This is in the apostolic faith church. They had this apostolic handshake. And what I guess they did is they had money in their hand. And they would handshake them and give that money to that preacher. Well, somebody gave me an apostolic handshake. And I thought, oh, my word. I could deal with that hundred bucks. And I looked at them and they looked at me and I said, don't give this to me. Do not even give this to me. Victoria was in the office. I said, you find Victoria and you give it to her. They said, no, I want you to have it. I said, look, God take care of my needs. He'll take care of it. Well, he'll take care of it through me. No, no, you give it to Victoria And the church take care of me. Are you with me? So I believe it was a character issue that had to be developed right away. I told you, there's nothing that I own that I won't give to the body of Christ. Nothing that I have that matters to me. Nothing. Nothing that matters to me. Except for to know Christ, like Paul, and the power of his resurrection. I want to know Christ that way. And I know that as we develop character in our life, proven, tested, tried, approved character in our life, things will change in us. We will have more power. I got more power now to say no to many things that years ago I didn't have. I wanted it. I wanted it. I worked in a position where I, I, I was given bribes. I managed $26 million of a company's money. And people would come in and bribe me. bribe me. Kickback is what it's called. I know people that had homes on the beach through this company because of kickback money. And I said, if I can't get it honest, I'm not going to get it. Not going to do it. I remember I was talking to Pastor Shelley on Company Time. Using a company phone, and before I left that company, I went down to the office and I gave them money. The lady in the human resources department said, "What's that?" I said, "I'm leaving this this company, and I said I utilize the phone for personal use, and I want to pay this money." And her jaw dropped wide open. She stuttered, "I, I." I, 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 I. It was, a, it was great because that was the Spirit of God was showing me that I had cheated the company. And I went back to him and I said, here, here's that money. And I told her, I said, if the Holy Spirit leaves me, that that's not enough, I'll send you some more. This was the last week I worked there. I was moving on to Oklahoma. But I wanted to have proven character when I left. Are you with me? I didn't want to leave and somebody said, well, I heard him in there talking to his girlfriend on the telephone. Using company money. They can say that all they want to. But that person in human resources knows that that money was paid for. That I was wrong. But I did what was right. And I proved my character. And it produced power in my life. Proven character produces what? Power. Try it. You got the power over it. You got the power over it. You know, there's been times, I've found money. and said, here, this is yours. Oh, man, I didn't know that was mine. Yeah, that's yours. It it gives you so much power, it's incredible. You're not a slave to money, like we read in Hebrews. Money doesn't have me. Money doesn't have me. Doesn't have me, doesn't own me. That's why we're getting out of debt. So you can have power over that, to say, hey, no. I choose to say no. I choose not to spend my money in that way. We've, we've learned not to tell our kids that we can't afford it. We don't say those words no more. We say we choose not to spend our money that way. Because my father has a cattle, owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Amen? So we say, no, we choose not to spend our money that way. We're not going to spend our money that way. Instead of saying, I can't afford this, can't afford that. I grew up with, I can't afford, can't afford, can't afford. I thought the Ford came in a little can. Can't afford, can't afford, can't afford. afford. I mean, you're canning green beans and canning, you know, corn. You're canning everything else. You can't afford. Can't afford. That's, That's what all I was told. I was the youngest of five. There were some things that we didn't have money for. But my mother, actually, she didn't know the power of her words. But she said, we can't afford. We can't afford. We can't afford. You guys will be looking at can't afford in a whole new way, won't you? (laughs) Proven character. Let me just share with you real quick a couple more scriptures. Just listen to this. Job says he was a man from the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless, upright, fearing God, and turned away from evil. Job was a man portrayed as a wealthy man of upright character who loves God, feared God. Wow. 1 Corinthians 15.33 said, Don't be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals or good character. Don't be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Jesus, this is a, I've had people tell me, that's where Jesus would be, that's where Jesus would be. Jesus didn't stay in the slums, He didn't live in the slums, He didn't spend a night in the slums. Come on, somebody. He visited, and then He went to higher ground. You see it all the time. He taught his disciples where? On the mountainside. He brought them up. He didn't hang out with the lowlife. He visited them. He spoke the word of God to them. He created miracles to them. He didn't have time to be hanging down there. He didn't go to the bar. Somebody tried to tell me, well, that's where Jesus would be in the bar. I said, Jesus would be in the bar ministering. He wouldn't be in the bar drinking beer and shooting pool with you just so he can get to know you better. He'd be in there going, you know what? The the love of the Lord is on my life. You know, let me heal your body. Let me cleanse your soul. Jesus would be performing miracles and doing those things in the bar. He wouldn't be drinking with them. Come on, somebody. So somebody tried to lie, the devil's a liar. He tries to tell you you can go in there and you can do that, and you can't because you got around bad company and now it corrupted your character. Come on, somebody. Right? You know the people that are on fire for God. Where are they? Right there. That's scripture. Bad company. It corrupts good character. I gave it have the example one time. You take that white shirt off. Okay, you take your white shirt off, go out in the ground, rub it in the dirt. Is it going to make the ground white? It's going to rub off on her shirt. Not saying we don't go in, but that's why you've got to have the armor of God on. So when you go in, you don't get dirty. Come on, somebody. You go in, you've got an armor, you're already prepared, so you don't have to worry about that. So we've got to have good character. We've got to have good morals. We've got to do what's right because it's right. Because we... I don't want to sin, just like Joseph, just like Job. I don't want to sin against God. It's not about Jordy. It's not about Jean. It's not about Miss Lucille. It's about, I don't want to sin against God. I love you, but it's got nothing to do with you. It's got all to do with Him. I don't want to, I don't want to do this because I don't, want to, I don't want to lose my relationship with Him. Amen? Here's one more scripture. Forsake your folly and live, and proceed in the way of understanding. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but he who is a companion of the fool will suffer harm. I'm telling you, proven character produces power. Say that. Proven character produces power. How are you going to get power in your life? You're going to take your character up a notch. You're going to get rid of those character flaws, those thoughts that come in and say, I can get by with this. I'm not going to. I'm no longer going to get by with this. I'm going to say this is this is the word, and I'm going to stand on the word. I'm not going to straddle the fence. I'm not going to say, "Well, I can get a few scriptures that says it's okay." A little wine's good for the tummy and all that other baloney. It's baloney. Don't have to do that. I don't have to, because proven character produces power. Proven character produces power. Proven character produces power. Again, proven character produces power. You need power in your life? Look at the areas that you're, you're wavering in your character and get them straightened out. Get them straightened out. You may have to go in to the boss man tomorrow at work, flip him a $20 bill and say, what's that for? Those are for the pens I took over the past seven years. Is he serious? I am very serious. You do that, what's he going to go? What? Yeah, everybody took them. I'm just paying you for mine. Everybody's taking them. It's amazing how many big companies go home and look and find their pens all in their place. You know what I mean? That they have bought, company issued. I mean, they didn't give it to you to take home so you could... Uh, Guys, I'm just looking at the top and bottom. That's all I'm saying. What happens is this when you do that they go what happened to you so look you know i was praying and the holy spirit was just leading me i got to clean this up i'm sorry that i've done this i'm sorry i made copies on your copier here's 20 bucks I, i made copies i took them home for my personal use oh don't worry about it it's okay it may be okay with you but it's not okay with him he's developing me for something bigger and i want to have proven character stand to your feet let's pray I pray that tonight will strengthen you. I pray that tonight that you'll see in the Word of God that we've got to increase our character, our proven character. I pray that, you, that that the character issues in your life that are even wavering, that you'll be able to get them right. Some of you that are married, you want to know the character issues you got in your life? Ask your spouse. They know them. They do. I'm, I'm not saying this to be flippant. I'm serious. They know the character issues. Your children know the character issues. They know if you say, I'm going to go and throw the ball with you, son. I'm going to go throw the ball with you. And you don't. They know that you're not a man of your word. There's going to be exceptions. I understand that. But let's take a look at these. And let's understand that we're going to operate in the power of God. And it's going to be caused by proven character. Because perseverance produces proven character. And that produces power. In your life. So Father I thank you for tonight. I let this word go in rich. Lord not to hurt or harm or condemn. But to bring cleansing. Wholeness and healing. In every area in our lives. Lord we just. We repent for the times that we've not had. The proven character that was tried. And true for you. In Jesus name. And church said amen. Hey some of y'all just need to do some repenting tonight. Get it right before the Lord. Amen.